fighting. No fighting. Shakira, Shakira. I never really knew that she could dance like this. She make a man wanna speak Spanish. Como se llama? Bonita. Picasso. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. So be wise. Welcome back. You were listening to another Keep the Change podcast. Mikey, this takes me back to my Palmerston of uni days and high flyers listening to a bit of Shakira. Oh, oh, a bit of the. Were you a belly dancer? Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't mind a bit of Shakira back in the day and still don't actually, so I might just keep that buddy. Yeah, going. I, I do listen to a bit of Shakira. Eh? Yeah, it's a going. bit of a guilty pleasure. Yeah, good on you. Yeah. What a weapon. What yeah. a weapon she is. Well, why are we leading in with the Shakira music as an intro, mate? Talk to me. Because Shakira's got tax problems, eh? Oh, she might need an well, accountant. Well, alleged. Alleged. Okay. So it sounds like uh, she's she's not paid her fair share of tax. I think it was in Spain or something like that. I haven't really dug into it. But I just wanted to relate it back to um, how she can go to jail for it. But if we send checks off to dead people and people working overseas, how that's Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and that is what's happened with this cost of living payment, right? The cost of living fuck up, yeah. Yeah. This has been in the media a fair bit. I have admittedly sort of stayed out of it, and partly because when I looked at this, I thought, fuck, giving two million people cash, like, this is this, this is way too simple. <laughs> yeah. Given that day-to-day I'm sort of in and out of the IRD site, different things, and there's just, there's and even with... When we give clients general tax advice, then you, you think like, okay, we can tell everyone this, and then you realise like, oh, fuck, you kind of can't because that person's got this circumstance, mm. and then they're like, oh, but what about this? And I see that with a small... Everyone's so individual, eh? Yeah. And I thought, they're like, oh, yeah, so if you earn under 70 grand, we're going to give you 360 bucks. I'm like, wow. Mm. Okay, let's watch this play out. First of all, like, just so everyone knows, my view on helicopter money is pretty strongly just a no in general. So, like, my view is that there's three types of people that shouldn't have got the cost of living payment, the the dead people, the people working overseas and paying tax overseas, and everyone else earning under $70,000. So, no one. No one. (laughs) So, I think it's a a no-go anyway, just to get my my opinion out there from the start, and then you can rip into me later. But but in in terms of um, a a government organisation or the government in general, in terms of proving how good they are at management is a fucking disgrace. (laughs) And what what a fuck up. And what you're saying is that there's no accountability. So they can make a huge mistake. With, with, okay, so... But Shakira can't. Just as a reminder from the podcast we did about the government has no money, like all of the Kiwis that earned that, uh, that's, you've paid tax, and then they've gone, right, cost of living is getting hard, so we're going to redistribute it to people that are struggling and under $70,000 of annual income. And then they went and butchered the fuck out of it after taxing you. And they gave it to some people that might have needed it, but basically a whole lot of people that didn't fucking need it. I heard of other stories of like real estate agents that made $4 million last year, but their partner got it. Well, wow. You know, because <laughs> she's not making seventy grand a year. Yeah. So, I mean, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, seriously, and then and there's no accountability, um, and the Shakira thing's just a bit of a laugh. But basically, if she's made a mistake, she gets in a lot of trouble, 
as everyone knows, if you don't pay your tax, you go to jail or, or get in trouble or bankruptcy or all of these things. But when they take your taxes and administer it out through a new rule that they've made and then make a meal of it, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So it's like a double standard thing, which I just don't agree with. I Yeah, fair enough. We, and I think National have said that they want an inquiry into how this has gone so wrong or whatnot. I don't. I don't know. I didn't read that further to see. Okay, what 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 that even means? Or mm. it's not like I just. I mean, inquiry. It's just like all the consultants and shit. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean, what's the inquiry? Like, they're not going to get the money back from. Just people, say you won't do that in the future. What I did see, which I thought was quite a big faux pas, say, or I was going to say fuck up, but um, <laughs> it, I don't. <laughs> let's just use that language. It's a bit of a fuck up. <laughs> is that maybe it's the Minister of Revenue, I think his name's David Parker, I had to Google the Labour website to go to the website to be like, who is that guy that looks like that? I was like, that was him, that's the guy that said it. I'm fairly certain it was David Parker. They were asking him, okay, there's people overseas that got this, that shouldn't have got it, mm. okay, you're going to chase them for it. And he's like, oh, we're not, we're not going to chase people for it. Um, you know, they'll look at it as a bit of a bonus. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So what does that tell everyone how much the government values the New Zealand dollar? That's what I've got written down here. Money has become worth nothing, worth so less. Like if we're if we're actually the people who are meant to be managing the place, who we voted on, are doing this and treating it treating it with so little value that you're like, well, just chuck it overseas and they can have a little bonus. Yeah, call it. But a it's bonus. called a cost of living payment here because mm. we're in a cost of living crisis. What the fuck? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> nah. Yeah. I'm fucking calling bullshit on this, eh? This, this has got to stop. There's three payments, August, September, October. I wonder if the reason they split it into three is to test how August went. Uh, yeah, and then go, do we need to tidy anything up before we do payment two and three? I had a post on LinkedIn from someone saying they were in Australia and that they got it and they were like, what the fuck? Like, how come I've got this? And so I posted that and I said, remember people, we can do, like 80% of people aren't going to, but we can do the right thing and give it and to give a charity it or whatever. Yeah, or give it back. Yeah. And then I had a friend uh, who lives in the UK, has lived in the UK, works for Zero, studied together, had been over there a long time. I said, hey Luke, like, is there a way to pay this back? I, um, you know, I, I feel bad. I feel guilty getting this. You know, I didn't even know what it was about. I was not following what's happening at home closely enough, but is there a way to give it back? And then, interestingly, I got a message. It's funny because, you know, yes. people will come Vote to me. next time. <laughs> <laughs> people will come to me out of probably confidence. So I had a message from someone at the IRD, and they're like, hey, just a, another perspective on this. Part of this, the reason people are getting this, I've got a New Zealand address for their student loan. And so they're like, the system's thinking, oh, they're in New Zealand, so they're getting this money. But then the other part of me, I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of get that. But they're like, it's not an excuse, but that will be part of the fuck up. And then I thought the other thing is that, I'm like, doesn't the IRD have data of, they left the country at this time, therefore their interest needs to start getting calculated on their student loan, Mm. if they've got a student loan? Um, so maybe they've paid their student loan down, left that address, and that's what it's triggered from. Like, I just, I just don't know. But then, interestingly, someone messaged me and like, "Hey, my husband works at the IRD. Here's a screenshot. Here's how you can actually go and pay that money back if you want to. You're not mm. obliged to, but if you want to. So they've actually fucked it up and then gone. Fuck, we need to build something so that we can help people pay it back because Fuck there will me. be a percentage of people that will go. 
this isn't right. I feel weird. I need to hand this, send this money back. Because they, you know, they're probably the 3% thinkers that go, fuck, this is not, like, this is other people's money. This is taxpayers' money. Mm. This is just a burden. I don't need this. I'm, I'm going to send it back. Oh, mate. Yeah, I, so they've built something after the fact. Yeah. Mm. It's clutching at straws, isn't it? I mean, it, <coughs> it's just, I just think that the management side of it's unacceptable. Like, <laughs> I'm biased, and I'm, I'm because I think that paying people without earning it is a fucking disaster waiting to happen anyway. But then also watching the management of this take place is like, like how did they not think of any of this stuff? Did they not think there's a million Kiwis overseas that might have IRD numbers, <laughs> or do they just go, oh, that will happen, and we'll just deal with it? Like, what was the process there? I just think about those backroom chats and it fucking beyond me, eh? Yeah. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. Because I think, well, you're, will be coming from a place of you, you run such a tight ship with the things you do and whatnot and it's, you know, you see a problem and so you fix it and you're like, fuck, I can't let that happen again. Like, it's been really hard for me to design a life to, to afford certain things and then work hard and then earn enough income to do certain things. Like, I've had to put lots of time, effort, and thought into doing that. And then you see this. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, what's the point if it's worth nothing to them? Like, I just don't get it. It does hurt you, doesn't it? It's like an insult to Kiwis in my mind. And and everyone, including the people that might be finding it hard at the moment. Because it's... um, It's partly their own fault, too. Not the people, like the government. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a... it's, It's just basically saying look we're going to redistribute it and and majority sort of says like yeah that's cool because you know everything's costing a bit more not understanding what it will do to inflation but anyway um so we're all sort of on board with it and it is hard out there and fuel is doing this and blah 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 and all that and then they just go and fuck it up royally after just getting like a consensus across the lot i don't know it's just a fucking mess mate Part of me thinks what has happened is that people have become way more tribal to their political party that they vote for. Yeah, I think this election is going to be dirty. Yeah. yeah. They hold a lot of their identity to that. They, um, they've, they, they have to, there's this real defend, defend, defend mm. mentality of any mistake. And it's not, it doesn't, like, let's, you know, I try and go, I don't care if Jacinda's national or Labour or I didn't vote for them or I did vote for them. I'm just like, what are they saying and what does that mean and what's my opinion on that? And I saw all the backlash from all the, the Labour defenders that were like, oh, these fucking like national and everyone else, you know, they're pulling out all the people that have been paid the money and, and you know, can't they just look at the positive that people have been helped by getting this payment from Labour, which I, I sort of see, but... Yes, but at the same time, people, we need to be able to look at this and go, "Oh shit, we've got to do this better," because it's un, it's it's not, it's an, it's not a good use of resource. It's not a good use of people's if, money. Yeah, I feel like if I was in charge and I saw how much that was a cock up, I'd be like, "Sorry, guys, fuck, we cannot do this again. We need we to do have better. To, yeah, we have to sort. We this owe shit it out. to Kiwis. We owe it yeah, to you, hardworking New Zealanders. I don't give a fuck if it's Labour or National. I'm critical as fuck on a few things that National say as well. Yeah. It's just not good enough, eh? It's yeah. an absolute mess, mate. And I. I just this it's it's worse when it's hard. It's worse when people are doing it hard because it's yep. more of a disgrace of what you're doing with the country's GDP. Yeah. And tax receipts. Like it's it makes it worse. Like how is it 
okay that it, you know, at least it got to some people or whatever. That's not a fucking good reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> oh, mate, what a shit show, eh? I don't, I don't know. Um, it's obviously going to come again, but like, what happens next to the? It's more, mate. I, I guarantee you. So you it's going to go to overseas and dead people again. Oh no, I mean there'll be more of these payments, and there'll be more. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So they're just going to keep fucking it up. You yeah, probably. If you don't like inflation and the price of things, wait. If it keeps coming, it's going to get worse because they're going to keep pumping the cash in. Yeah. If they keep doing it, it's there's, <laughs> it's not a good result. Yeah. It it doesn't. Interest rates can can crush demand, but if you keep adding dollars to the system, dollar units, that have no productivity tied to them, inflation will stay around. That's what I don't like about this path we're on is that it's, like you said before, it makes money seem worthless. That's what inflation does, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... I'll play this video, mate. I'll play this video that I clipped out from 2020, August mm. 2020. For a lot of business owners out there, I'll tell you, I'll give you an example why. On the corner there, there's a barber store. So that barber store is closed right now, and all of their barbers are receiving money to stay at home. They don't have to work, and they'll get paid. Now, when we were growing up, if we wanted money from our parents. What did they say? You have to work for it. But right now, all across the country, that is not happening. And that is not a political statement, that is not, this is wrong, it shouldn't be happening like this, this is purely, something's broken, uh, and a lot of people can't see it. So, it is concerning, uh, we were going to end up at the end of all of this, we're going to have a whole heap of debt, we've created money, uh, uh, but the money is not real, and that is the interesting thing. So, if uh, maybe you're watching this and you don't have a business, I would suggest seriously start thinking about starting a side hustle, because whatever money you had going into this is now worth even less. And by the time we're out of the other end of it, it's going to be worth even less after that as well. So you need to be thinking about how you can protect yourself, your family. And your best way to do that, in my opinion, is through a business and knowing how to run a business successfully. Uh, don't just guess. Don't just throw your money in the stock market or this stuff that people are doing. Uh, you need a serious plan and you need to figure out how you're going to attack it. You need to spend some time with your loved ones and work out how you're going to claim some of this money that's now falsely floating through the economy. Because... It isn't going to last forever, and uh, some things are going to get tough. For now, I'm really concerned. For a lot of business. August wow. 2020. Fuck. It's just like you predicted the future, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks being early. Yeah. Right? You know, people. I, th- I look back and I think people probably watched that and thought, fuck, he's We were he's talking about there. all that year, right? Yeah. Like, maybe not pub- as publicly like that, but we were talking about it being like, this isn't fucking... Right, good here. No, no, there's going to be a something's going to come of this. I went for a run and I came back, and before I went back inside, we we're in lockdown. And I thought, fuck it, I'm going to make a go live video for next mm. advisory, and it, it got minimal traction, like as it should. But I think people were like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about? Like this man, you just need to chill out a little bit." Yeah, yeah. But we'd been yarning about it on the phone and talking, and we're like, "It's just simple. Okay, if you're just going to create money and give people money to not do anything, like we mm. haven't had that before. Like it's not." Like, no. yes, it's at a level where it's, hey, it's, um, you know, uh, people on a benefit who can't work, that sort of thing. Great. Like, I'm all for a system being there to support those people to then get them to the next stage of their journey. But we're like, oh, fuck, you know what? Let's just give uh, two million people some cash to try and nullify to a degree the uh, problem that we've partly contributed to contributed to and caused. Partly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a global issue, mate. <laughs> yeah, fuck, of course it is. Yeah, okay. it's not as bad as the UK, blah, 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 fuck yeah. up. So the if 
anyone wants to know this. So the, we've got inflation right now because we added too many dollars to the system. There's no other reason. A lot of countries did it as well. And that's why we've also got offshore inflation. And that's why we're similar to others. Yeah. But we can't fix inflation by adding more dollars again. Yeah. It won't make things cheaper. It will give you a tank of gas, and then next week is a fuck up again. It cannot continue. We have to have productivity. It cannot come from giving out free money. It will not work, and it will fuck everything up. In September 2020, a <laughs> month after making my video, I said New Zealand has a productivity crisis and most people are looking at debt at the moment as a solution and internally each of us needs to look at productivity. Again, the fuck is this guy writing this article for? Chill out, man. Like, you know, productivity 2022, big thing and stuff in the Herald the other week. We've got a problem with this. Like, we need to start working on this. We've known this as a nation for a long time. But we are, I think that what sucks in my head is that we are conditioning people to be like, well, there's just all oh, this is like an untapped amount of cash, and we can just throw it at a problem. Okay, why don't we fix some of the other things? You know, you know, like okay, if that's real, why don't we just go? There's fucking ten. Like, why don't we just? Why like, do you pay tax at all? Yeah, but back to what we. Why first don't they just take it out of the central bank? Like, yeah, it's, it's get just into sort of yeah. Adrian and the boys, yeah. stop fucking and like just get. <laughs> Get the politics and shit off TV. Stop wasting everyone's time. <laughs> yeah. You guys go work on that stuff. That's what you wanted to do. You wanted to grow up and be a politician. Cool. Stop interrupting us with our fucking lives and taking money off us with taxes. And you guys talk to Adrian Bank and the Look Reserve at that, Bank. mate. We fucking <laughs> fixed it. Just like that. <laughs> and now all of us can go about our lives and have a great time. Oh, but, mate. you know, it's bizarre. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think there's going to be more of these. I think we're sort of going more down this path. And then you can get into the rabbit hole of, like, oh, we're just uh, on the old World Economic Forum thing and the Agenda 2030 and like all of those things which people will call conspiracies and as we they start becoming more real people will go like oh fuck okay maybe those people weren't crazy or or maybe they were who knows but my message is always the same it is you can't really fight the tide so what did I say to you the other day I was like we need to start reminding people you can't fight the tide so be an example of the possibility Mm. so that's why in August 2020 I was like this is fucking broken those barbers are sitting at home they're not working they're getting paid they're playing PlayStation they can still buy shit we're going to have problems on the other side of this they're effectively saying money is worth less therefore we're going to need more of it to lead a better life or to maintain our lives and so then you've got to figure out how can I add more value to the marketplace to be able to get some so that you can even just maintain your current standard of living and then improve it if you want to. Correct. And that has played out to an absolute T. Yeah. Inflation every single quarter for yeah. the last year and a bit where your money is becoming worthless, worth less, your goods are costing more, and you need more money to buy all the same things that you had yeah. prior to COVID. Yeah. So, and and then I think that's important to say as well because... It sounds just like your little video we talked about in the in the other pod was. Yeah. It, it sounds like I'm just in straight disagreement and no solution or whatever, and and I am in straight disagreement with it all. But also, it's the system we live in, and we just have to deal with it. And yeah. just disagreeing with it doesn't fix the problem. I think you still got to go out and act and make shit happen for yourself. So we've got an inflation problem. We're giving out free money. You just have to earn more to get to the same result. So. You have to go for it. But um, I think um, it's really important for people to understand that 
that this doesn't fix the problem eh, of inflation. No. This more money thing. It's really, really the opposite. Um, and it's something I'm quite dark on. <laughs> like, so for everyone that's noticed your, I mean, um, your business partner, Phil, put up a post on about bacon at Subway the other day, right? Yep. And he was saying that it's gone from 280 to 380 for a slice of bacon. And he's like, I just can't justify that anymore. And fair enough, too. It's a mm. fuckload for a slice of bacon, right? And just so people understand inflation, we're, we're, gonna, we're at 7.3 or whatever or 8, 8% inflation, and that's happened to bacon, right? But if inflation went to zero tomorrow, that bacon is still at $3.80 forever. And if it went zero year over year from hereafter, it's up. If inflation goes from 7.3 to 7.1 to 6.9, this is a rolling, compounding thing. Yeah. And we have to stop it. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of it is a bit... Uh, psychological. Psychological, because we start expecting things in the future, and that's how humans work, and we sort mm. of create it ourselves. Um, so we have that. that's a part of it. But adding money... And adding dollar units to the system is not good. No. No. So. Yeah, and it makes you go, okay, I'm not going to add the bacon or I'm not going to have that extra thing or I'm not going to, you know, do. Well, this is a problem now we've got, right? Like we've got a a, a slightly contracting economy and we're trying to crush demand with interest rate rises and things like that. Um, And, well, the opposite of crushing demand is giving up free fucking money. But (laughs) in terms of the Reserve Bank and what they're doing, et cetera, so. It's a bit of an odd spot, yeah. um, but we want to get uh, rid of inflation first. Like that, I would rather be in a recession without inflation, and a and a you know a flat or yeah a flat period with no inflation, and then let let us grow again after that, than be stuck with inflation for ten years. It's fucking disastrous. Our views on this are obviously going to be strong because if you think about both of our profiles, we've figured out how like we don't get this payment, which is like I don't care. No. And and we've figured out a way to not need it and to go, fuck, I'm not going to rely on whatever their solutions are because I'm too antsy. Like, they're too slow for me. I'm like, fuck, I can see this shit coming. I need to start working on this now. August mm. 2020, what what do I need to be thinking about? I'm like, fuck, I need to be getting my side hustle going alongside Next Advisor as well. And and then I'm like, fuck, I can't leave other people behind. I just don't want to just think about myself. Like, I need to go deeper with Keep the Change and try and help some people that do want to learn. And that's all good and well for you and I because we – like we're probably living that one percent lifestyle where we can see the system, we can see what's going on, and we think, well, okay, what can I do? Like we're always coming back to like, what can I do to to fix this? Like, no, I'm not going to fucking pay three eighty for bacon, or yes, I'm going to make an extra phone call or hustle that person, or be like, what is like, just have a more direct conversation to get this lead further down the road, or, or whatever, to try and protect ourselves and 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 go, okay, there's more money in the system. I've got to figure out how to get my hands on some of it somewhere. Where's it going to end up? And like that's how we think, but. You know, the majority of people are just like, um, oh, well, you know, fuck, that's not even enough money. Yeah. Am I, oh, my God. Yeah. You, I don't know. Can you help those people or not? But the the really sad, like, there's two things that I keep seeing is one's like, oh, well, this payment shit, it should go to the beneficiaries as well. And I'm like, okay, I get that. And they probably need more help. They've had raises and the benefits but the benefits not massive but now let's not go down that rabbit hole but the reason that this payment got introduced is because for people that aren't on a benefit like people that are on a benefit sorry including the superannuitants 
for beneficiaries, and there's about a million people on a form of benefit in New Zealand, they get what's called the winter energy payment. Mm-hmm. So each month of winter... Because the energy week, costs go up. Yeah. Heating and shit, yeah. Yeah, so they get a subsidy to help them cover their uh, warmth and whatnot and health in winter mm-hmm. <coughs> to keep them healthier so that we don't have the burden on the health system. <coughs> Excuse me. And so they're already getting that money, and so then... G-Dog, the Minister of Debt and, and Jacinda, et cetera, are like, well, fuck, we probably should be helping out the people that are busting their ass out there as well that are going backwards, and we should give them a form of a subsidy too. Mm. But then all these people are like, oh, like this is shit. Why don't I get it? I'm a beneficiary. Like you, You're not looking after us. And it's like, fuck. You, you, <laughs> you a, you've missed the whole reason that this payment was introduced. Yeah. You know, like you're already getting it and you're getting more. And so then they're trying to help the people that are working, that are contributing, et cetera, and paying their taxes and whatnot. And they're trying to go, okay, well, yeah, we'll, we'll try and do something to sort of dampen it. But then... Humans, sort of, eh? Giving it yeah. take a mile. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I guess the point there is it will never be enough because then it'll be like, well, you know, and then I see these ones. People would email me. I, I'm a um, solo earner for our household, my husband or wife doesn't work, and my income's 75000 This is fucking bullshit. We get nothing. Mm. But really, our household income's 70000 but it's done on an individual level. Or, oh, um, th- I feel bad because I get paid 65000 My husband gets paid 68000 We're both going to get it. But people that earn seventy combined, like they're not going to get it. And just things like that. And so, however you try and design these systems, they're, they're never going to work because people are like I'm coming from a place of self, self-interest because that's how we're wired this is bullshit it should be looking after me mm. and that's a yeah that's fuck me yeah <laughs> so part of me is just like yeah fuck like they thought this is a great solution it's going to be a fuck up because these things don't work because someone always misses out then they feel aggrieved and then people feel like well I've paid for it so then I'm dark that this is happening as well and then there's dudes like you that are, uh, and I that are like fuck we can see a better way we know a better way mm. um, like guys just, just do do this and people are like fuck you I don't want to do that that sounds too hard or <laughs> like what are you doing going to work on a Sunday you don't have any work life balance or whatever but the one of the f- I shouldn't say funniest but yeah, I've got to say, it. like the funniest things I saw was someone said on one of my TikToks, "Will I, as a client of Wins, be getting this?" Yeah, and I'm like, like, oh, "That's like a entrenched. client of Wins. Like you're terming yourself a client of Wins." And I thought, "Fuck, I'd never seen someone yeah. term themselves like that before." But anyway, if I take you back to the budget, mate, here's what I think is the most scariest point. So, G Dog, the Minister of Debt, said, "Okay." We're going to give 2.1 million Kiwis this cost of living payment and we're going to decrease public transport for people as well and we've got a fuel subsidy in place and we are going to um, pay this cost of living payment and somehow, I I don't know where this figure comes from, if it's all of those things and people that will benefit from those because it can't be because he then went on to say, 81% 81% of Kiwis will be receiving some form of support from the government. Now, I'm like, okay, well, everyone uses petrol or then has things priced in petrol because of things they buy, so that would actually be 100% of people uh, helped by the government from this budget. So I don't know what 81% actually statistically ties back to, but I think it was the cost of living payment plus the winter energy payment, and then they strip out the people that aren't working, etc. the people that are under... Um, 18 or, or whatever it is where they, they're not actually sort of deemed to be sort of contributing or part of the, you know, population that are 
factored into those type, that type of data. But 81% of people, 8 out of 10 people, are receiving some form of government support. Like, isn't that... Like, so some people would A say, tax that's on great. fuel isn't government support. Nah. Fuck. <laughs> but, they yeah. just make it sound like that. <laughs> so people think, that's good. Like, that's good. We're helping so many people. I'm like, fuck, how did we get here? Like, how yeah, do we exactly. need to support 80, 8 out of 10 people? Like, we've fucked the whole thing up if we need to now try and help 8 out of 10 people have a better life. Because yeah, it's a mess, eh? We haven't managed the system or the everything well enough that we didn't... That's we my view on it. that job insurance scheme thing that they're talking about. Oh, it's, yeah. That's an insult to Kiwis in my eyes. Like, you don't... You, you think Kiwis are so shit that they can't get a job again if they lose their job? You don't... You don't think they're capable of, like, taking self-responsibility and going out and getting a new job? That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Like, See, I'm the... I, I like it. Really? Which, yes. No, because... <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm going to do a podcast with Phil on this for next advisory. Okay. But I started, because I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. And then I started reading about it, and I was like, oh, I can kind of see what they're trying to do here. And that's probably a whole nother pod. But my, my quick take on it was basically, during COVID, a lot of people would have lost their jobs if they didn't just stimmy everyone, right? And go like, bang, here's the mm. wage subsidies, etc. So I think they're trying to build a system where, should we have a black swan again, then you can go, well, I'm going to let six of my staff go and sorry, but you're going to have, like, bang, your insurance is going to kick in. Now you've got six months to figure out what you want to be doing. The other part I like about it is that then people are going to get a chance to go, you know what, like, I've always fucking hated this job, and I actually want to, and I'm not, I don't want to, like, rush in, because so many people, they'll go, I don't like this job, I'm not moving until I have another job, because they've trapped themselves, because they don't have any extra funds, etc. It's just how most people work, and... That's that's the part that needs changing though, right? Yeah. So we're not gonna we're, we're gonna solve it with a problem that's not gonna a solution that's not gonna work. It's I'm not saying like that it's gonna work. I'm just saying like it's good. Yeah, people will just take the six months off. Bingo. Yeah. And that's what will be a fuck up is that then we're gonna hear about the three to five percent where it's like they've gamed the system. Like humans will always take a system to its. And, to, and the, my best example of this was someone helping people build online businesses, and he was talking about this and he said. Basically, a great way to build a business is to look at a system and go, where can I squeeze this to its maximum potential? Mm. And then go and offer, go and show people that solution and you'll make a shitload of money. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I never think like that. And I was like, oh, hang on. Is that kind of what taxes are like for an accountant? Like, here's the best things you can do to decrease your taxes. I was like, okay, now I kind of get this. And then he went to examples like, as an example, I have a client who wasn't, able to get into university to do XYZ course off of their own study and, and merits. And they were like, bugger. And they were like, hmm, I wonder if there's another solution for this. Started doing some research. Oh, I fit into this demographic, into this group. There's a set percentage of people. And he was like, I wonder how many of those are still available. Shit. I can actually find it online. Oh, there's quite a few. I wonder if I actually do fit into that group that can then get into that course without needing the academic piece of it. Went back, back, back through the old family tree and was like, fucking mean. I can. Sure enough. And was like, okay, I can either do this course or I can teach people that want to do it 
how to do it, and I'll charge them for the education. Yeah, yeah. So that's what they did. It's a business. They went through the process, got themselves approved. Yeah. And then were like, fuck doing this. I'm going to teach other people that don't know about this and charge them. And so basically took people from like, oh, I'm not going to be able to go and study this yeah. to, hey, guys, if you're in this situation and you want to do this. Come over here and I'll show you how to roll. Bingo. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck the world, man. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. I'm like, I haven't been built to think like that because I feel like I'm taking advantage of people and it's it feels like a bit morally wrong so I don't really go down that path I'm always like how can I give people more value than they would ever expect and and like over promise and over deliver yeah, yeah. and I'll get ahead and people are like what a fucking idiot that's like too slow that's like me that's like that's why I don't like that I don't like the cost of living thing and I don't like the insurance scheme thing because all I look at is like will it create more productivity no, nope. does it cost more tax? Yeah, and if I get a no and a yes, I'm like fuck that rule. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like my morals. <laughs> because, but it's I mean, what you're explaining there is like the the cost of living payment seems morally wrong. Then, right? So you wouldn't mm. do it if you were in charge. Yeah, I wouldn't do it because well, it's leading into it. People were saying, oh, I'll just deliberately declare my income to be less than $70,000. Yeah, fuck no. And Phil was like, that's disgusting. People are going to hate business owners because they're going to have more of a reason to think that yeah. business owners can, you know, everyone has this, well, not everyone, but a lot of people have this perception that like, oh, business owners can dodge all their tax and have these trusts and they don't end up paying their fair share. And you're like, oh, for Yeah, we're constantly sake. fighting that narrative, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe we're the fools, bro. Like, you have to realise too. Like, for sure. You know, we're thinking... Work hard. Let's find these little pieces where we can um, make our lives better and shit. And there's people looking at us going, you know, or me going like, I'm not going to morally teach someone how to bloody break us, you know, how to take a system to its limits to use it to your best advantage. I'm just like, that's not what I was morally taught. People are like, you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars teaching people that shit. And looking at you yeah. and I, I've been like, you know, I had feedback about you the other day from two different clients and they said, shit, dealing with Mikey, it's like you're his only um, client, he makes you feel so important, and I thought, fuck, no wonder he uh, has to work so hard because to do that and to keep that up takes so much effort. And there's people probably looking at you and I going, these dudes are fucking idiots. Like it doesn't have to be <laughs> yeah. this hard, boys. Yeah, well, like the reason why I do everything is so later in life I can have f- like the freedom of choice, right, to do what I want with my time. Mm. But if you did a f- your forty hour work week and got forty percent of the year off. Yep. Anyway, and then also got a six-month insurance scheme and a cost-of-living payment on top of that. Fuck, you've only got to go to work like 20 days, mate, and you yeah. get freedom of time is there. Yeah, what are we doing sitting here so right now? <laughs> like Maybe I am all cooked up. <laughs> you know, we're out here trying to help people see the things of the world the way we do it and like how to do it. You know, we should be out on the street finding good-looking women and helping them sell themselves on OnlyFans and then like helping speed that up and taking a clip of that. Like, yeah. we know that that's possible and that other people are doing that. And, you know, but, like, that doesn't drive me. That's not, no. you know. Or I'm like, oh, maybe I should sell myself on OnlyFans just for a bit of a gag to see, like, how that goes and, like, who I'd end up talking yeah. to. But then I'm like, that's oh, a hard one, eh? I, I, I think, really I think that. that comes down to um, another part, which has got nothing to do with any of this stuff. Well, kind of does. Is like, what makes you tick? And it's the journey part. Not the not necessarily yeah. the result part. It's the journey on the way to the result, which is like the the enjoyment part. It's like it's it's the classic story of like when when someone buys their Lamborghini, it's it's not so they can show off their Lamborghini. It's the 
it's the enjoyment of the journey it took them to go from broke to buying their Lamborghini that is the real enjoying part. Yep. And it's like a it's affirmation in that person's mind that they've they did that journey and they got it, you know. And that's the part that makes you proud when you're when you do well. I think yeah. is that like you know you put in hard work, you know you achieved something. It made you tick. It got you up in the morning. It it made you tired and put you to sleep at night. All those kind of things. The um, person you become through that process. Yeah, and cost of living payments don't do that shit. Nah, they they would make me feel guilty. I'm not saying they should if you got the payment because I've taught myself. Like I think. The ultimate flex is to know that you qualify for that and go, I'm not taking it and give it back mm. or give it to, like, I, I think the best answer is to give it back because it's actually other, it's taxpayers' money. Oh, yeah. Because I'm sort of like, oh, you can donate it. But also, you know, someone said to me ages ago, mate, you need to understand that when a society relies so much on charities, like the system's already fucked. I'm like, mm, shit, hadn't thought of it like that before. Yeah, I think the ultimate flex is taking it and, and rolling it into something bigger yeah. and better. Yeah. And being oh, yeah, like, nice. and then not relying on it in the future. So you help yeah. it, whether it's an investment or helping you start a start something up on the side or whatever. Yeah. Um. Because they're they're fucking chucking in the system and devaluing it anyway. So you might as well roll it and do something with it. Yeah. I but like that. I did see some like pretty ugly stats. Like on the day, I think um, ATM withdrawals were up like eleven and a half percent. Like that, that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck. Uh, here I was making videos for people to fucking buy some shares, pay down some debt, oh, yeah. pop, get rid of their buy now, pay later. And yeah, like, why am I so stupid? Yeah. <laughs> why? What am I doing? Yeah, it's a bit painful, but um, you get yourself to the point where you don't need this shit. You you might qualify, but you go, you know what? Like, I I can I can live without this because that mindset of like oh, I should have got this as well, or like, you know, whatever. It just fucks you up some more. Yep. You get resentful, you resent your other citizens of New Zealand. And and, and this you is didn't... the stuff that creates these hard times. Yeah. So we're just adding to it and kicking the can down the road and doing all that dumb shit. So, yeah. Mm. It's just better to, I mean, yeah, get yourself into that position where it's it's not reliant and you can just fucking rip. My prediction, mate, is that we're going to see maybe two or three more of these. couple billy. As inflation like rolls down, I don't know why they haven't yet said. Maybe like they don't do this, but you know, I always bang on about this. We introduced the thirty nine percent tax bracket from April first of April twenty twenty one. So twenty twenty two was the first financial year that we started mm-hmm. like really collecting that over a full financial year. It and ended up being more than they thought as well, eh? Way more, like yeah. forty four thousand more people. So they massively <laughs> undercooked how much <laughs> yeah. they were going to collect. Like, why don't they just say? Because like they know the narrative is that they hate like people hate Rich. people. Yeah. So, yeah. like, don't worry, guys. Like, the 39% tax bracket that we introduced... Yeah, we fucking swipe more of those than we yeah. thought. Beauty. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is just giving a little bit of that back. Yeah. But I think when they first came out with the 39% tax bracket, it was only estimated that that would bring in $540 million of extra tax was my, uh, I think... I I'm think t- you're right, yeah. I think yeah, that was but the it's turned out to be a shitload more than that. Um, <laughs> but, of course, as well, or they go like, hey, guys, being really honest here, there's been massive bracket creep as people have had a pay rise because of inflation, mm. so you're paying more taxes, so we're just returning a little bit of that but that's not smart because you're not going to get leaked so I'm thinking what's going to happen is inflation is going to be sticking around for a little while yet uh, and then we'll roll out a second payment that's going to be more refined and then I think leading into the election uh, it is going to be a grunty payment because why I say this is that um, I think Labour are way smarter than National at playing the game so I yeah, think they understand marketing and yeah, internet and, and all that shit, eh? I don't know if this is true or not mate and I I I did not go and fact check this because I nearly fucking spewed up on my phone when I saw it. <laughs> oh, no. But I saw this post, and I hope that this isn't true. I fucking hope this isn't true. 
that the day after the payments went out, <clears throat> Labor sent an email to their members or an email list congratulating this idea around um, that the fact that they'd helped people with the cost of living payment and it had been a success that they'd been able to pay 2.1 million people and, and get through it all. And then the next part of the email was, you might want to consider subscribing um, or donating to the Labour Party. Oh, you dirty. And I'm like, nah, man, that can't be real. Someone's fucking made that on Photoshop <laughs> and posted it online, like, surely. So I, I was like, I can't even go and see if this is real, but I've heard nothing more about it, so I can only assume that it's not real. But sorry, back to my point. I think they know how to play the game better. So what they'll do is National are going to go hard on, um, we're going to change the tax brackets, we're going to index them to inflation, all this shit, and, and that's like, you know, that makes sense to you and I. People are going to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? They kind of get it, but then they'll be like, oh, you're going to get rid of 39% tax too, though. You just want to help the rich people out. We don't like that. We've got massive inequality, and that's only 2 3% of taxpayers. So while we want to help them, and oh, if you were the CEO of... Fonterra or in New Zealand, you'd be getting this back per year. You're a piece of shit. Mm. Um, and so they'll be able to create a narrative like, no, changing those rules is really stupid. What mm. we need to do is targeted support to people that fit into these categories. Oh, wow, that's 3 million New Zealanders or whatever. Um, and we're going to do that as a recognition of the fact that times have been tough. And you'll go, well, I don't really know who to vote for because they both suck, but fuck, I'm going to get a G. I'm going to get a thousand bucks from Labour. Exactly. I'm going to do this. And people call that like vote buying. I don't call it vote buying. I mean, it is. <laughs> so maybe I am. But it's just smart. Like, yeah. it's just, we know how to play the game smarter than, than the Blue Brigade. Yeah, yeah. I and think, that's why I think, I think we'll have a Labour, right. a Labour government again. Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. Um, the only thing that, with, the only thing that makes me have a little bit of doubt about Labour getting back in would be, um, they're sort of constant fuck ups. Like they like Kiwi Build was a absolute disaster, really. They didn't like they really haven't achieved a few of the things that like they almost mandated on. But yeah. I mean, I guess we have short memories, right? Like if you pay me a G, I'm fucking on. Yeah. There you, <laughs> go. Things, you know. So well, fuck, what am I talking about? <laughs> I tried to send you something to watch a couple of weeks ago. It was Jack Tame interviewing Jacinda and uh, you're like, nah, can't nah, watch just, it. Nah. You're like, sorry, mate. Like fucking, I'm not, not stupid enough to watch that. And I was like, oh yeah, fair enough, bro. But there was some good <laughs> shit in it. But it's come out that like people were like, oh, it was a train wreck for Jacinda and stuff. But then the you know, Labour supporters are like, no, it wasn't. Like she fucking smashed it and he's an asshole and like all that shit. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, um... He was quizzing her on, like, he's like, oh, your aspirations are cool, but your delivery's, like, not there. So, like, how do you tell Kiwis to eat aspiration? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was, she was saying, like, oh, we wouldn't not have aspirational goals. Really? Like, Jack so say that? Yeah, he was smashing her. Shut yeah. Up. And and then he was like, oh, hopefully we can get an interview later in the year. And everyone's nah, like, mate. You're, like, <laughs> you're not getting shit. <laughs> he always leads with these interviews of, like, um, before we get into this interview, we've only been allowed one interview uh, in the last X amount of months, and this one was restricted to be 20 minutes or whatever. I think there's this big perception that he's a massive, like, Labour fan or something. I don't know. Like, I, don't, I can't figure it out. But, like, he, he seems to be pretty fair when he when he asks questions. Yeah. Um, but then he gets accused of, like, oh, you're nicer to men than women and, like, all these different things. I just think, fuck that job. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck, the, fuck that job and fuck the politician's job. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, um, I think you, you, you are right there. I think my, yeah, Labour may play the game smarter, but I think they're going to have to play the game smarter because I know, I, th- I think they will know now, hmm, um, yeah, National are getting a bit more attention. That's they're, a good point, yeah. Yeah, so they're going to have to figure out how to do that. And I reckon they're smart enough to start that process soon. 
Yeah. And I well, think the cost of loading really payment kind of is it, right? Yeah. You know, like, um, and they can they can stand on the stage now, even though, like, they don't have really anything to do with this. It's all international stuff, but they can stand on the stage now and say petrol's gone down from three fifty to two eighty. Yeah. We've given you an extra three hundred and fifty dollars, and and you know, like all of the stuff is kind of well timed. Yeah, bloody oath, <laughs> bloody oath. So yeah, mate, out of fuck, they're all losers. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate, that's forty five. That's minutes. enough of that, eh? We shouldn't be ruining people's lives by talking about them for so long. But oh dear. Wow. Okay. What a, a very, I guess the the cool thing, well, not cool thing, because it's probably not cool, but very unique time for us to be alive to see such a broad brushed benefit paid to people mm. and I've always thought since they announced it not much like fuck what's the implications of this down the track or what's the this is we're, more, we're, more tall poppy syndrome <laughs> yeah when did we last do this or there's been none of that or like how are we paying for that all of the questions that I have like no one's asking so I'm like yeah I am again maybe an idiot or be like overthinking it or mm. see just that far trying to stay away from it that you know people don't think like that but um, it's going to be interesting to see do we have more and is this do we in two years time look back and be like fuck remember when the first one was only 350 bucks yeah well remember when the wage subsidy was 400 and the next one was like 650 mm. fuck <laughs> ladies and gentlemen wait and see in the meantime get hustling <laughs> yeah you got to find ways to look after yourself and remember it might be your hips that you need to start shaking because they never lie <laughs> <laughs> oh baby when you talk like that